You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, we talk U.S. men's national team, the men's national team in Cuba. Uh, Raul Castro's furious. Fidel went to the game uh, just to boo them, but uh, the U.S. won 2-0. The U.S. also played New Zealand. Julian Green uh, with three goals uh, during these friendlies. Chris Wondolowski scoring goals again. I cannot believe it. Oh, there was a lot of emotion in that first segment. But in the second segment, even more emotion because we talk about the few MLS games that are happening. We talk about uh, NYCFC doing a midweek, uh, uh, you know, friendly, midseason friendly right before the playoffs. Who does that? I'll tell you who. Pirlo and all his fans who ran up against him and wanted to hug him. Uh, we talk about Houston versus Colorado. Minota's looking amazing. Gosh, he had a great goal. Supporters League, the Supporters Shield's getting really, really tight. We talk about that and a little more on this episode of the Cool Games. This is Jack Harrison from NYCFC, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Cooligans are here. Another week. You love us. You love listening to us. Well, here we are. You do. Uh, we are We are The Cooligans. We are your favorite comedian to host a soccer podcast on the internet. That's right. <laughs> Hey, God, please tell me there's not more. Yeah, uh, we're yeah. the, uh, yeah, we're becoming, we should be the top of the list. We're, we're the only goddamn ones. We're the only, uh, I mean, if you want Well, here's to, the thing. I know other comedians host soccer podcasts, and I know there's other soccer podcasts. We're the only funny soccer podcast. Yeah, that's right. The, all the other uh, comedian hosted podcasts, for some reason, they don't want to be funny. Yeah, I don't know why. They're like, they, I don't want to offer that. It's just not funny. What is happening? <laughs> and then other podcasts that are supposed to be funny, I mean... You guys know. That's why you're <laughs> listening to this. Yeah, this, uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know... Uh, Unfunny. Bit, dull. There's a, a lot of bitterness and resentment uh, <laughs> for the other podcasts uh, you know, in this room. Right I now. like them. I like them a lot. Just put them in a boat, push them into the ocean. <laughs> you know? No oars. There's no way for them to get back. Uh, oh, boy. But us, it's nothing but funny, nothing but charm and yeah. charisma. We're not showing it right at this moment, but trust me, lots of It'll it. It'll happen at some Oh, point. it's spilling out. Uh so thanks for listening, everybody. My name is Christian yeah. Polanco. And uh, my name is Alexis Guerreros. And uh, it's, it's really Guerreros, but and everyone just says Guerreros. But, you know, once you say Guerreros, everybody's like, oh, uh, he's Latinos. Yeah. Let's oh, shut off this He podcast. goes to Taco Bell and orders in Spanish. <laughs> that <What's> guy. <laughs> Making <laughs> everybody look uh, Uncomfortable. Chalupa is an American <laughs> word anyway. Um, but yeah, this is, a, uh, this is a big week for us. Oh, my God. This is massive. We are... I don't know about you. I'm exhausted. We've been in the same room now for, I think... About like six or seven hours. No, more. Well, remember... Well, we, we stepped out for a while. We did step out, but we were together. It's not like we went our separate ways. We've been together We have been together the, now for about nine hours. For the longest amount of time I think we've ever been together. Yeah, and if, we, if we've if we tested our resolve yeah. uh, today uh, yeah. to we, maintain... I mean, we both have lots of bruises, black eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> black eyes? Where? <laughs> no. Uh, I think uh, our Yoko Ono is simply our own personalities in the same room together. Like, you know what I mean? There's no outside force that would ever split us apart. It's just us being together for a long period of time. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, put together, we make a small Asian woman. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, please think we, our fans aren't like crazy, weird, like photo photoshoppers. Cause they would make that, they would make that uh, a thing. Uh, yeah, we are. The reason why we've been spending so much time together and the reason we're so exhausted is because uh, we're setting up this, uh, you know, this Jack Harrison event. I was about to not say because I still feel like we're not talking it's about to be a it. secret. Yeah. It's, no, we, at this point, no, we need people to show up. So you we don't know. Not yet. We want <laughs> you to know now. We have to say that it's happening. Yeah, we want people to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's like funny that we, we, we've been we've been putting this thing together for months. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like been a lot of correspondence. It hasn't been like a lot of plan and it's been, action it's been, it's been a lot of touching base <laughs> a lot of back and forth <laughs> you know not really any decision making a lot of taking the temperature <laughs> of the water <laughs> so i look and a lot uh, of here and there for for people listening uh you know you may you know it's uh, I'm, i imagine most people have not uh, set up, uh, you know, events with professional yeah. athletes, or, or maybe you have where the league that they play for isn't essentially a bureaucratic black hole, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, or the club that they that they're that play that they play for aren't a another bureaucratic black <laughs> hole, but also. 
Yeah, on England yeah. time. Well, this is, <laughs> you know? yeah, this is all, I mean, this is what uh, Obama complains about. Right. You know, all you know the, this is this is the <laughs> issue. All the, all the filibuster. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. When it comes to the... A lot of red tape. <laughs> a lot, of, a lot red of red tape. So look, it's, we it, don't need the red this tape. This was, we didn't talk about it too much because it, it was, yeah. we didn't know if it was going to happen. It was very right. Really, it was. I mean, touch and go was really the probably the appropriate word because, uh, you know, it, it hasn't exactly been uh, the most. Like, uh, it hasn't. It like it wasn't able to be confirmed until later. Like uh, there was a lot of pieces involved in what we're doing, and we keep saying there's going to be a big surprise, and uh, there really is, and it, and it, it, it's uh, it's going to be the, amazing. But yeah, there's and, been so many pieces to this yeah. that at one point, if one falls apart, the whole thing crumbles. Exactly. It's Jenga. We've been playing Jenga. Uh, yeah, and and Jack Harrison is the top piece. Yeah, 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 so yeah the top piece. We can't let him. He doesn't know that yet. <laughs> uh, so uh, look, we if if finally what's funny is in his life, none of this. <laughs> just at some point. And he got a text and he was like yeah that sounds okay. cool yeah. like you know what i mean yeah, i'll be there whatever and it was like <laughs> a million things he probably doesn't even know what's happening he's just an uber is gonna drop him off yeah and he's gonna show up and be like who are you what is this you know nobody, nobody touch me yeah yeah oh fans again i don't want that <laughs> yeah so look we it finally all sort of came together and uh you know we did we went so the event is happening uh thursday October 13th yeah. at, at 7 p.m. at Upper 90 in Brooklyn, New York. The doors open at 7 p.m. Um, we're right. suggesting you get there early because there is a limited amount of space at Upper 90. So you're either you're either there or you're not uh, early and, and you can get in. But there is a link that we've been tweeting out. Upper 90 has posted it. Um, Upper 90 Brooklyn is the location. Uh, and they're... Uh, Facebook page has posted the link. It's an Eventbrite. You will get preferential treatment. That is essentially the VIP list. It doesn't guarantee that you're going to get in because if there's over 100 people on that list, then you got whoever's right. there first, you still yeah. got to get there early, right? But if you are not on that list, essentially you are you're not essentially pushed to the back of the line. Whoever's on that list it comes to the front of the line. So, uh, you know, you know, I hope so. There's going to be free beer, free food. But and that's some of the other reasons why this took so long. You know, there's food involved and there's beer and then making sure that it's sponsored. And yeah, are they agreeing with the amount of people and the time and who's there and who isn't? And, you know, where are people going to park so much? Yeah. The main thing is like we want to make sure that uh, the fans of, of Jack, the fans of the Cooligans right. have a great time. And I, and I guarantee that if you are a fan of soccer, even if you're yeah. not a huge fan of, of NYCFC or Jack yeah, Harrison. We've been saying this. This is not an NYCFC event, you know, just because Jack Harrison plays for them and we happen to be fans and season ticket holders it sounds overwhelmingly like the evidence <laughs> suggests this is going to be an yeah in the court of law it would be very i mean the, uh, right it would be it would be at least a hung jury they won't yeah be there's, sure. yeah there's, but civil court we're screwed right <laughs> civil court's like no clearly look there's no reasonable doubt here so yeah yeah uh, you're paying but uh what i'm trying to say is like you know if this is a uh you know, young soccer player that's blazing the scene right now. And, and, and this is in honor of him and interviewing him from his move, you know, from Manchester to the U S and, and, and all of the things that you might've read about him. He's, you know, he's, he's one of the top U 24 players in the league. So, you know, come out, come out and, and, and come out and, and experience it. And, and again, open door for Red Bull fans. This is, you're not going to (laughs) get, I mean, I mean this, like even Cosmos fans, you know, he's a young player in the league and potentially maybe a future U West star uh if you are a fan of another team as long as you're cool it's fine you're not you won't be bombarded with anything uh we're not you're not gonna be made fun of obviously a question or two may be asked about some of the matches in the past with the red bulls uh, in particular this year uh but you know there there is no um it's not an issue we want everyone to come out it's not, and have a time. It, it, the goal yeah it's not it's not about being partisan we're exactly yeah, it's about just if you're a we are reaching across the aisle we're reaching, uh willing the, to work yeah across the pitch you know, across to the, the river to the other to the yeah. halfway line <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> across the river. Yeah, uh, and and you know, it, again, it's for everyone, and, and there's so many pieces to this thing, and and it's gonna be know, fine. And that's the, the main thing is that lost, look, we're we're com- we're launching something that day too. Like, there's so much going. We're on. Co- we are comedians, and we put on shows. We put on yeah. ent- entertaining shows, so it's gonna be a fun show. It absolutely will, and that's the thing. Like, we're comedians. Like, we perform a lot. We've yeah. taken a lot of time out of our day and out of our nights to make sure this is a great event. We want you guys to come out and have a good good opportunity. And for everyone who's listening, who's not in the New York area. We know there's a lot of you. Uh, we're going to be doing some Facebook lives with this video. We're going to have videos that come out. It's going to be a part of our podcast. Uh, we're going to make sure that the interview is something that is able to be heard on the podcast as well. So if you are not in the New York area and you don't have enough money, even though the event's free and you don't have enough money to get a plane or a bus or a train ticket here, don't worry. You will get a chance to hear it and see it. Uh, you know, we're going to make a lot of content out of it because essentially that's what we're, you know, that's kind of our that's economy at this yeah, point. Yeah. yeah. So you guys will get to see it. So I apologize if you're not listening 
listening to this uh, in the New York area. But if you are and you miss this, it's on you. Okay. Uh, you know, if you look at the flyer, no one's wearing an NYCFC jersey. It's barely mentioned. Just come out, have a good time. It's going to be great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. And we're, and yeah, and that's the main thing. Yeah. We, if the U.S. can play Cuba in Cuba, some Red Bull fans can show up to this and be cool. Don't you think so? Uh, sure. I, I mean, I still, I, I don't think uh, Fidel will allow it uh, for them to cross uh, the Hudson. Yeah. Fidel's like, <laughs> is, that a, is that really going to happen? Like, why are Red Bull fans yeah. uh, on a boat? Also, what year is it? Fidel's very sick. <laughs> Raul, probably. Raul, Raul would be more. Are you really going to let that happen, Obama? He's he's like, I mean, I know you're here and everything. But exactly. So uh, why is this? Why is this Raul's voice? <laughs> uh, so speaking, Raul's an old radio guy. Speaking of uh, the U.S. men's national team, yeah, I tried to make that segue about. Yeah, two we ago. did. So <laughs> the U.S. Uh, yeah, let's talk about play uh, their first match. Uh, in, in Cuba, in Cuba in since 1947, 1946, 1947 was the last time. Wow. Yeah, which uh, you know, uh, I have. Um, a lot of emotions. And if you get a chance, even if you just Google USMNT Cuba, um, the first thing that's going to come up is Ariel Castillo's uh, article that she wrote, uh, like a 2,000-word essay. And her and I had a conversation about this. And, and the the amount of emotion that I feel about this topic uh, must be nothing compared to how she felt because she actually went as part of the MLS. She works for the MLS. You've seen her videos. Mm -hmm. You've read her content. She also handles a lot of the social media. Um, she is a lot like myself, Cuban-American. We're the children of Cuban immigrants. And she had a ton of emotion going there. And her and I had you know a bit more of a private conversation than what she probably wrote in that article. But she did say a lot of how she felt within the means of, you know, this is something that's going on on Melissa's website. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, raw with emotion at the idea of going back to Cuba. It's something that's been and going back. I mean, going for the first time, but maybe bringing a family member back. So I can't imagine what this was like, even for the players. Now, I know there are no Cuban American players on the men's national team, but you know, this, this was an important event. But one of the things I was really proud of is once the whistle blew, it was a soccer game. You know what I mean? And watching these Cuban players, I definitely want one of the kids already uh but watching the cube they probably definitely don't make it in my size but watching the cuban players play it right, was like uh, there's no there's not enough food for everybody i don't so think I nobody's, don't think, that, nobody's yeah. that large you're not rationed <laughs> enough to get this big i think is what the problem is <laughs> like homie how many rations you got bro um you know and i look i'm not happy with the politics of the island and, and some of those things and i you know maybe i'm not as crazy as someone you know uh you know or crazy meaning like you know uh, as attached to it or as uh you know radical in my thinking as someone maybe who was raised in miami because i was raised outside of miami i i feel my family different me and my sister maybe have a much more open view uh than some of the folks that i've speak, spoken to like cousins of mine and stuff and maybe that's different i don't know everyone in miami so i hope i don't offend anyone but um you know, I was talking to someone and I said, you know, when I, I was talking to someone about Cuba, about the game, and they were like, oh, I went a couple years ago and I know they're American. And I immediately, my first reaction was anger. I'm like, what, what are you going for? What are you supporting that? You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, still yeah. my first, I didn't react. I didn't say anything, but like I had that instant of wanting to be upset and, and it's something that needs to come out of me. So it was cool. Like once the whistle blew, man, it was a great game. And I think, uh, Michael, Michael, uh, uh, Reyes, he was like the best person on the per best player on the pitch on their end. And I know I didn't, I didn't know this. I looked it up later. He's their first ever professional soccer player outside of the island. They have a small uh, Camponeta de la Liga Football de Cuba, I think it's called. Yeah. And there's like maybe eight teams that play. It's nothing crazy. And I don't think they're really professional soccer players, but he plays over at Cruz Azul in the Mexican League, okay. which is so that's, huge. That's legitimate. Yeah. yeah, which is huge, you know, and, and he clearly had a lot of talent. I mean, I think you saw with that first strike. Uh, yeah, I think he hit the post. Beautiful shot. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, it was wonderful. The pitch was garbage, though. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, the U.S. won 2-0, which was pretty much expected. But yeah. Uh, and, and you know, Cuba hasn't I, I, they barely even ever scored any time they've even played the, the U.S. Yeah. But yeah, that, I think that was like the that was a big, uh, you know, uh, story before the match began was how awful the pitch was and from based on the stories and then you know because i saw i saw some of the images of the pitch like days before and it just i mean it looked like central park i mean it Bare, yeah like central park where they're like maybe aerating it yeah and you're it, not allowed to walk on it <laughs> like at least central park is more manicured than that granted i mean this sounds offensive I mean, because we have a lot more money but still i mean yeah i mean they were yeah i i i, I think they should have at least removed the squirrels from the pitch that was, <laughs> yeah. I, that was not necessary yeah. well one of them was wearing 
a, a kit. So <laughs> that's the goalkeeper. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think when you were looking at it, to me, it reminded me of like a lawn of a, like a house that's in an estate sale. You know what I mean? Like the person, the old person who lived in the house passed away and the kids um, can't decide who like, keeps it. So they're selling like, it. It's like the, the house is under foreclosure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of those like uh, new towns that was built like just before the economy crashed in 08. And like this is like, yeah, yeah. Like a destitute <laughs> like, lawn. Yeah. Like we committed too much money. We didn't, yeah, we no. didn't know. <laughs> we didn't eat all this stucco. So we can't, uh, we can't do anything. I don't even know what stucco is, but it's the one house building material I know. Uh, yeah, you know, they, yeah, not necessarily to get too political on on the show, but it it, it is a big, uh, you know, Obama changed sort of uh, the the relationship with Cuba. Uh, so a lot of this is going to happen. There's been baseball games played uh, in Cuba. There's just more sort of uh, interaction and connection. Right. But but what you do hear a lot from people, especially in Miami, the the, the Miami Cubans. My mother is it's not a Miami Cuban, but she is vehemently against all yeah of it's i mean it's so wild how like it, it, you know i guess look to me i don't i don't know the history specifically right oh and i don't know that the history especially with the, those families who 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 had to leave right uh my mother being one of them but it, it is definitely like oh well it, like to me it just There's, seems like oh cool that like cuba's getting you know open to the world uh to, to some degree and it's economically uh, or even like as a person who wants a vacation somewhere, it seems like right. oh, that'd be a cool place to go. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, like when, when I go to, when I go up to Canada or when I'm in Europe, there's ads everywhere to go to Cuba, enjoy yourself in Cuba. Like mm-hmm. even, you know, as soon as you cross the border to Montreal, they're like the bus stops say go to Cuba. And I'm like, nobody go to Cuba. You know, <laughs> it's like still ingrained in me, like what I was taught as a kid, but it is different now. My mother is like, ah, oh, this is what I told you about Obama. Like and it's a, to, to her, it's like part of a master plan yeah. to get back at every Cuban oh, ever. <laughs> you know, it really is. It's a like, trap to get them back. like, ah, you left the <laughs> island. But now we're going to make America the island, you know? And, and, and my mother is like, you know, she's one of these people that feels like, I'm begging her to take me and my wife because I want to meet family and, and have some form of connection. And she will not go. She's like, nope, I'm American. I've been American since 1970. I'm not going back. And it's a strong. Yeah. She has a strong emotion attached to it. So, so do I, you know, yeah, because you sense. grew up with that pain and I knew that pain. So to see some of the photos that Ariel put up, check out the article uh, to see the game and to just, I kept wanting to look in the audience, you know, I, I didn't like the that, crowd. Is that my, yeah. is that my cousin? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Auntie, <is that> Auntie? <laughs> like I wanted to see the people. I want to hear from the people. You know, Vice did a video there where they talk about how uh, you know they stand on the rooftops with uh, old radios to see if they could pick up uh, the hip hop stations like, from Miami, like uh, sort of you know Nazi signals. Yeah, trying, yeah, yeah. yeah Russian. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> not the Trump campaign we're talking about. Sorry, uh, we don't we don't get political on this. But you know, they they try to pick up hip hop. You know, like a lot of hip hop. Okay, uh, and 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 like they know all about American hip hop. Like there's people who speak English in a New York accent because Biggie is really popular there. That blows my mind. Like, I yeah, can't yeah. wait to go over there and be like, oh, my God, it's my cousin. They're like, oh, my God, it's you. And like yeah, we're yeah. having that conversation <laughs> in, in a similar Yo, accent. good, bro. It was good. Yo, but was really good. <laughs> He's wearing all pink with a pink flip phone. I'm like, yeah, it was cool. Yo, it's killer. It's, oh, you got a Motorola StarTech? <laughs> yeah, nice. A, it's a killer Tio <laughs> instead of killer Cam. Uh, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that, it's cool. So for me, it was different. The game itself... And not the most exciting match you've I ever mean, seen. The, the first half, half was, uh, sur- I mean, unbelievably boring. Oh, my God. Terrible. And, Hard and, to follow. And, uh, you know, you sort of expected uh, the U.S. to just absolutely dominate. But it, it looked like they were uh, self-conscious about, about the pitch. It yeah. seemed like uh, they, you know, you don't really assume, like, Cuba's going to be some dominant defensive team. No. Uh, but, look, they were, they were, they were getting chances. Uh, and they didn't capitalize on any of them, but it, it, it really, I think it said a lot more about the U.S. than it did to Cuba. Yeah, but I, I, I think the pitch is a bigger problem than we think, because if you notice, like, I believe it was sometime around the 30th minute, at some point in that first half, they just went back to Route 1 soccer. They just started lumping it down to, yeah. uh, you know, Josie Altador and hoping for the best, because I was watching them make passes, and everyone was staring down at the ball. They couldn't look up, because that pitch was so raggedy, the ball would take weird bounces on yeah. the way to them. I mean, but the the, the, the blades of grass 
grass were like, you know, a, some a were long, and a, yeah, some like, were dry. It, you know, look like a cornfield. Yeah, just yeah, exactly. Running yeah. through. Yeah, if you build it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shoeless Joe Jackson's out there on the mound. It was. It was. Uh, so the ball. I mean, you would tap it, and it wouldn't have any. It wouldn't keep rolling. Right. There wasn't a lot of momentum. Sometimes yeah. it came back. It comes back to play. There's a string on the yeah, ball. Yeah, like, yeah. It just literally has a string yeah, right magnetic. on it. Uh, did a ghost kick it back? Uh, yeah, it was tough. It was a tough match to play, but I got to give credit where credit's due. Wondolowski came in and made all the difference in the world. And it just goes to prove, like, yo, Wondolowski's great in the MLS. He's great against some of this, like, obviously a lower tier competition. He looked really nervous in the World I, Cup, but I, this is perfect I, match for him. I say uh, all the U.S. men's national team games should be held in Cuba. From now on, from now on, Wondolowski put him right up front. Well, yeah, just no matter what's <laughs> happening, Wondolowski over there. Uh, he, listen, he uh, scored and had an assist. Julian Green can't stop scoring because we just played New Zealand. Yeah. Which yeah. gives you an idea how late we're recording this. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, New Zealand. And, and again, uh, we drew to New Zealand, which isn't the, you know, that's not what you want, but also, I mean, we, we've got some players on on the men's national team that aren't going to make the World Cup, you know, squad. Yeah, it's but a it was good to see a lot of new people, a lot absolutely of new, new faces. And you know who looked great in this match is Yedlin, man. Yedlin making some strong runs. I mean, I'm not saying he was perfect, but that th- this is part of the development you want to see out of him. Yeah. And I think him being in the championship down with Newcastle, I think this is going to be big for him. You know, they just uh, they're they're not necessarily playing the best soccer in the world, but you know, this is going to be a big big opportunity for him. the opportunity to go to a promotion. There's a lot involved. Um, McBride's talked about it in the past. Um, I can't remember the other dude who played for Watford. Um, you know, it's talked about in the past. Like, you know, there's run up to a promotion to the Premier League and what it means to the fans, especially of a great soccer city like Newta- uh, Newcastle. This is going to be huge. Yeah, I mean, I hope. Uh, yeah, I hope he shines. I go, uh, look, he's getting playing time. Which yeah. is, that's, uh, that's and like- he's learning from Rafa. Rafa Benitez. Yeah, you better, yeah, you better have like twelve assists yeah, this for the dude, U.S. men's. This time last year, he was the you know the manager of Real Madrid. Okay, this guy's got some knowledge. He also did get relegated. Yeah, yeah, no, he did, and he got fired. Well, he got brought in to save the relegation. He couldn't exactly save it, <laughs> yeah. but thank you so much for beating. Uh, Tottenham in that last match of the season. <laughs> if I knew Mitrovic, I'd kiss him right on the mouth. Yeah, thank you, know. you so much. St. Tottenham's Day lives on. I think it. Uh, a couple of Linden Gooch got a call of Juan, Juan Agudelo. Linden Gucci Maine. Gucci Maine. <laughs> Dude, I mean, he's playing great at Sunderland. I mean, this is a great opportunity. He's got a lot of pace. He's one of. I, I'm happy to see him. Yeah, he's a strong player. Yeah, strong, huge. I, I saw him. Uh, I watched a Sunderland match maybe like two weeks ago. I'm sorry to hear that. And uh, <laughs> it was pretty rough. But, it is, uh, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> but, but it was cool uh, to see, especially you see an American in the Premier League and not look any different than anybody else. Yeah, just a part of the team. Yeah, even uh, even compared to Yedlin, where uh, Yedlin, uh, when he was at Sunderland, yeah. I felt like, I don't know, I felt like, oh, he's the American. You can sort of see who's the American on the pitch. Yeah, he did sort he, of, he, he was like with, a slightly sore thumb, yeah, you know, he, he, because, and also I think it was because he was fighting for that position. So there was, he was playing with these nerves. Yeah. He had some games where he just absolutely, uh, you know, he would shine. Yeah. Uh, but then sometimes where like you could tell he didn't have the confidence of a, of a premier league player. Right. 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 No, I know exactly. What you well, mean. It can't feel overwhelming. I, I, I can understand that, but you know, it, it, hopefully this uh, time in Newcastle, uh, yeah, well, I mean, they wanted him, you know, they yeah. paid the money for him. So there you go. And I, I agree with you. Lyndon Gooch looks the part, man. Uh, you know, I've heard him in an interview. He kind of has half of a California, half of an English accent, which is very odd. Oh, um, I haven't heard that. Yeah, it's it. ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and they were asking him if he's thinking of playing elsewhere or going back home. And he's like, no, no, no. My girlfriend's from here and, and I'm happy here. And and I just want to be like, I know he sounds like an American to everyone else out there, but I, I want to raise my hand and be like, no, nah, player, you sound like you're from there. It's which almost is, like Madonna when she's the, right. With dating yeah. Guy Ritchie, and all yeah. of a sudden, just all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> are you, Brit? You are you, yeah. uh, is it bro? Sir Madonna? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's the same thing, but like part of that to me is just how much he's assimilated and become a part of like he doesn't stand out, even Christian Pulisic. 
kind of stands out a little bit when he comes on the pitch over in Dortmund. He kind of blends right in. So this is all this is all part of making America a soccer powerhouse. You know, that we have to go to the most competitive uh, leagues and academies and MLS is building. And I feel like we're going to be there and, and pretty soon. But right now, it's, you know, unfortunately, England is where that a lot of that activity is in Germany is a lot of activity in Spain. And we've got Americans in a lot of places, man. Yeah, we there, there are spies all over. Absolutely. We got- <laughs> you move. We know. <laughs> Speaking of Pulisic, I, America. The last couple, uh, the last couple of weeks, he's been, you know, he's been getting some start to Dortmund. Yeah, man, he's been getting some playtime. And and uh, yeah, I don't know. There's something he just turned 18 a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and th- yeah, I don't know. There's something about like he's. Uh, I don't want to say he's exciting me because it sounds strange. <laughs> but oh, oh, it doesn't sound strange <laughs> at all. I wish I had a button to hit like a Barry White song as you speak now. Just talk about come and talk to me. That's Jodeci. <laughs> but he, um, you know, I, he, he he had an assist in the Champions League. I don't know. Yeah. He scored in the Champions. He had an assist. No, he was the first youngest player to start yeah. and youngest player to get an assist. If I'm not mistaken. But he, you know, he played. He even played against Madrid. Yeah, and he, he's yeah. There's there's something. It's real. There's there's a buzz that hasn't died yet, you know. Like, yeah, at some point, usually with American players, the buzz dies. The buzz hasn't died yet. Yeah, and it's I'm I'm still very exciting. I feel like the the hyper pitch and the hyper awareness awareness is not a word awareness of his everyday activity has started to calm down Mm -hmm. and now we just like have accepted who he is and where he's at and for being a child still okay um you know this is a great position to be in where we're not fully fully focusing on every single thing he does right now and this is giving him an opportunity to be a player at this level like we've accepted he's at this level and that's huge i agree with you man i have so much you know, him and Nagby and, and again, Kleshton, uh, you know, he's been playing amazingly. Let's hope this continues. Josie Altidore is the hottest as he's ever been. Let's hope that form continues. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm really excited for what the next year and a half is going to bring as we build up to really the let's see what the fir- the starting 11 is going to look like at the next World Cup, because. Pulisic, unless he gets massively injured, which again, knock on wood that that doesn't happen, he's definitely going to be a part of it. You know, uh, some of these other young players that we're starting to see are definitely going to. Julian Green looks in- incredible. You know, scored two two times in a row again against Cuba and New Zealand, but still, you know, the, these are players that I'm I'm excited to watch as they develop. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. So the, the 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 game these friendlies are leading up to is November 11th uh, against USA against Mexico in. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, which is the only place we can go to get, uh, you know, an ad- a home field advantage. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Far away from the southern border. Uh, yeah, yeah, way, way, way far. <laughs> so, yeah, Columbus, Ohio, and, you know, again, AO, you know, the American Outlaws, they're going to show up. It's going to be it's gonna be crazy. I know Giovanni DeSantos, uh, you know, was not only starting again, I believe he was their captain and scored uh, okay. for the last Mexico friendly. So, you know, uh, Forza MLS, okay, uh, LA Galaxy's, you you know, superstar uh, Giovanni De Santos looking great with the with the uh, Mexican national team. One thing, uh, we, since we're talking about the U.S. Uh, national team, uh, Abby Wambach again right. in, in the news, uh, really doubling down on her comments about uh, these these foreign guys. Yeah. Hashtag these foreign guys that are uh, playing for the U.S. Uh, men's national team, where she's basically questioning. At this point, now she uh, in an inter- interview she said that she's. Uh, now at this one questioning their passion for their country because they're basically hired hands right uh, and again people are upset with her for uh repeating her ignorance i at this point i i respect her unwillingness to, to bend it's, it's a very alexis <laughs> move yeah <laughs> uh but uh, you know at the same time it's and i also i don't think i don't think anyone wins if she were to turn around and be like, oh, I need to change what I'm saying because I've upset people. That's not how you learn. Okay. She is saying, no, no, no. I have this thing that I'm passionate about that I believe, and it may be wrong. And it's like, okay, well, let's talk through it and find out where you've offended people. You know, and maybe you have parts of it that are wrong. And to some degree, even when I hear, you know, uh, you know, like, uh, John Brooks, you know, uh, have a conversation, you know, he was born in Berlin. He's playing for the men's national team. I still remember the header, you know, I mean, look, I'm He's yeah. provided amazing moments. Yeah, absolutely. But... I'm happy to have him on the team. But then when you hear him talk or Jermaine Jones talk, and they all of a sudden start speaking, and all of a sudden it's a German accent. You're drawn aback because you're like, oh, they qualified to play for the men's national team of the USA. They're not 
American. You know what I mean? Well, they, I mean, they're technically American. Technically, sure. But they, they don't, American. yeah, they don't have, but, the, but that, they it, weren't born and raised here. So I get where she's coming from, but that doesn't disqualify you from playing. And if someone's willing to come here, whose who's parent is American and wants to help our team, oh my God, we should be welcoming them with open arms. And and these people, these players, even if they may have a, a German accent, especially John Brooke, Jermaine Jones, these are, they, they were born to soldiers. Soldiers. <laughs> you know, they're, they're children of soldiers who were stationed in those countries. So, right. I mean, they are hyper American. Yeah, understand? shouts to their mama, by the way. <laughs> so it, it, it the problem with it isn't it really isn't about soccer because look, they, these are the rules in FIFA, and they're allowed to play. If you have a parent or grandparent from any particular country, yeah. you're allowed to play. But it's like these are the citizenship rules. What do you mean? This these are citizens. These are these are immigration rules. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- yeah, which supersede FIFA's rules. Yeah, I mean, what do you like? If, they, if you're if if I'm talking to Abby Wambach, I'd be like, look, I can kind of on the surface level see where you're coming from. Well, she, she but then it's like, then what are the rules? She wants you have to. Do you need to confirm? Did it have to be consummated? Right? Did they, <laughs> yeah. Where did they? Yeah. Oh, where did they bone? Okay, I know where they started <laughs> the bone, but at what point did he ejaculate inside of her? That's what I need to well, know. Well, we need to get these details. Yeah. What's the zip code? Okay. <laughs> Okay, if there's a letter in that zip code, no. they're not allowed. Not allowed. If they were boning, if they started boning in the car and the car rolled over the border into Canada, no, nope, that's it. Not allowed. Even if you came back for the birth, you better go go play with Cal Larry. We <laughs> yeah, don't want yeah. you here. Get up out of here. <laughs> You damn French speaking French Canadian. It, it's it the, the the real issue is that it, it it's a slight form of xenophobia, right? It is a hundred percent. It's and, like a weird nationalist. It, it, yeah, it's like this thing. Well, you know, maybe all the women on the women's national team, yeah. were are, are from Houston. Sydney and, Larue is Canadian and converted. Yeah, we yeah. fight with her about it, right? Yeah. So it, she it, bust it, your ass, Abby, <laughs> while she's holding her baby. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be Instagramming that. <laughs> Dom is go get a girl. You go ahead, girl. Yeah, there's a yeah. That that's really the the main issue because these people, uh, these players are they've they've qualified to play for their team. Obviously, right. it's already difficult enough uh, as an athlete to to get to that level, and uh, yeah, and they've gone through every process that they had to go through legally and they are yeah. legally americans and yeah. there's no real it's not it's not abby wambach's decision to decide who is american or who is not it doesn't and, make any sense and look my mother my mother's a citizen does she barely speak english yes but she yeah. passed her citizenship test yeah if she couldn't pass the test she wouldn't be a, a citizen so yeah. uh, uh under abby's uh rules she my mom cannot play for the u.s women's national team she does not yeah. have, my just, mother's been in this country like as i mentioned since 1970 and she recently sent me a text to say good luck and, just and say, she wrote Good lick, okay, and didn't understand where the mistake was. I had to explain it's luck. Yeah, yeah. Okay, she just straight up said good lick. I think she was probably texting somebody else. Yeah, she wrote yeah, something yeah. to the wrong person. Thank God she does not know how to take a photo with her phone. Oh boy. But I got I got good lick. Oh, so I'd be one back. She's not allowed in this country then. Yeah, because she wrote good lick. So look to some, you know, Abby Wambach is, uh, you know, the highest goal scorer for for the U.S. Yeah. for the U.S. Thank men you. or women. You, she you, should be honored for her for her, you know, level of, you of have, expertise. Have and, and some respect for your peers. Yeah, that's really that's the, the, the say it to Sydney's face. That's <laughs> what I want to hear. Say it to Jermaine Jones' face. Think he won't snap while that Sydney's ankle. clapping. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> say it to my. Say that right here. O D. I need to hear that O D. <laughs> yeah, holding a baby, braiding her baby's hair. <laughs> on a stoop. Go ahead. <laughs> she's Canadian. That's the last thing she. Would I know. Do. She's like, what? What's happening here? So she's R. Just, Kelly's next to her, feeding her baby poutine before, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. before giving her baby cornrows. Just giving it a, a maple syrup bath. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't cornrowing no him. But uh, you know, I mean, no, I, to me, it's like whenever somebody says like, "Oh, that shouldn't be this," I'm like, "All right, well then, take me through your plan." Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. what are the what are the new guidelines? Well, I don't have it. Well, well then, that, then don't complain. Well, that's. A, that's basically what Hillary Clinton is doing to Donald Trump. Right. Well, actually, tell me right now, she's just like stepping back going, no, 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 you go ahead, homie. You go, for, yeah, you go yeah, ruin yeah, your yeah. campaign. Nah, man, try to go ahead, put more put more, uh, put more, more fuel inside that. But, but that's fire. the thing. He's like, well, you know, somebody will say like, well, Trump, why don't you explain your policy? And he's like, Benghazi yeah, now. Yeah. Now let's, we're, let's yeah. talk about the issues. Like, Again, <laughs> you know, we here at the Cooligans have not chosen any sides on it's the It's an politics. analogy, that's it's all. It's just an analogy. <laughs> right? Again, look, and if you want to see, look, we're both sides. Emails, okay? Okay, we did it. Both sides. 
<laughs> Both sides have been covered. Okay. Uh, what should we call it? Uh, why don't we do this? Uh, we talked a little bit about the men's national team. We talked about the Jack event, which is going to be a lot of fun. Yep. And I think you guys should come out. Why don't we take a break? And you'll probably hear more about the Jack event. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll come talk, back and we'll talk a little MLS. MLS stuff. There's yeah. a couple things going on. A little couple things going on. And, and you know, we'll actually touch base on uh, the last conversation we had with Andy Winter and see how some of that turned out. Yeah. Sound good? All right. All right. We'll be right back after this, guys. Hey, guys, you like having fun? Oh, uh, I like having fun. <laughs> wow, thank you for answering, guys. Uh, this is Christian and Alexis. We are breaking in just real quick to tell you guys about our event that's happening this Thursday at the Upper 90 on Atlantic Avenue in Burham Hill, Brooklyn, uh, right there between Hoyt and Bond. Yeah, it's going to be great. Jack Harrison will be there. We're going to be interviewing oh, yeah. Jack Harrison of NYCFC. Uh, it's going to be live Q&A. There's going to be food. There's going to be drinks. Uh, we're going to have a great time in Upper 90. So, October 13th at 7 p.m. Arrive early. Yes. Arrive very, very early uh, because we're, we're expecting, a, you know, a healthy amount of people. But get there early and you'll, uh, you know, have a great time. But also sign up uh, on Eventbrite. Go to SoccerCooligans.com. You'll see the link and just uh, put a little, you know, uh, put your name down so you can get like a preferential treatment to get inside. Absolutely. If you're on the list, you're going to get a chance to get in the in the building uh, first. And listen, it's a, only a small amount of people left uh, that are available to be able to be in this building. So so get yourself on that list. We want to make sure that you are a part of this. It's going to be a huge, huge, huge event. Everyone's going to be talking about it. You're going to be telling your grandkids that you were there. We've got a big, big, big surprise that we can't tell you about. But trust me, come Thursday, you guys are going to be nice and full of this big surprise. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, baby. We're back. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, we're going to talk some MLS. There wasn't a lot happening in MLS. Not a lot. Because we had an international break, but MLS is like, I don't give yeah. a crap yeah. about your international yeah. I don't have money. Well, I still need my money. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they keep no, playing. No days off for me. Yeah. Not only that, there's also, like, some of these matches were, like, you know, had to be postponed from previous. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like they have to play them at some point, and the playoffs are coming, so... Yeah. You know, it's not like in, in Europe or in South America where they can just extend the season. Like playoffs are coming. Like these games have to. Have yeah. To be so uh, the only uh, fixture on uh, on the MLS uh, list was uh, Houston, the Houston Dynamo against Colorado Rapids. Right. And they both have two games this week. Uh, they both have are playing each other and then they both play other 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 teams, which I could look up. Uh, so I don't sound like such an idiot uh, mm -hmm. right now. But, um, you know, this was, uh, you know, Howard didn't go uh, with the national team. So he was he stayed home. Um, and I think probably the biggest thing for this match was Colorado is still trying to get that supporter shield. That's right. um, and I think if you could look it up how close they are. I know you have the standings pulled up. But the other thing uh, and one of the things that I was most looking forward to, and if you guys think back um, or remember back to the Andy Winter uh, episode, uh, we were talking this last one. We were talking about Minotas. Uh, Minotas. Christian uh, Minotas. He is lighting it up. And I was like, you know what? He's had some bad matches. Maybe I won't take him. And uh, two goals, two uh, goals. 12 <laughs> yeah. points in fantasy, and he's not on my team. Yeah, uh, he did very, very well. But you know who I did take uh, was Harrison, who is a beast uh, defender, but he plays like a forward, basically a winger, mm -hmm. and scores a lot of goals, has a lot of opportunities, a lot of bonuses, a lot of assists. Uh, great player. Uh, took him. He didn't play. So <laughs> I got screwed twice. Actually, <laughs> I took a minus four for taking Harrison. That's right. Um, and he scored no points. So I ate four points. But Minota scored four more points than Gashi, who I also took. So I literally lost eight points in that one move. Wow. Uh, but who's counting the points? Yeah, right? me. Me right here. Uh, me. Me. I'm trying to win. I want to win so bad. But Minotas looks great. And if you're a Houston Dynamo fan, you're going to forget about the season as soon as it's over. Yeah, after this loss, they lost 3-2. to two. Yeah. Uh, they had a, you had a chance to at least get a point from this game, but right. they now they are officially eliminated from the playoff. Yeah. And I mean, they, yeah, I mean, there was barely anyone in the stands. And this was just a tough match. Okay. If you're Houston, you walk away from this. You try to forget this match, but or you try to forget this season. But the the emergence of of Manotas is yeah something to be happy about. I mean, it gives you some uh, uh, you know uh, pride at least for next season. That you yeah, know, you and think about where we were at the end of last season as NYCFC fans. No playoffs. There wasn't a lot of you know there wasn't a lot at stake. We still a lot of passion in the stands. That's one big difference between us. But it's not like we got to see what you know players like Jack Harrison or some of these other you know players that that are on the club now. We didn't get to see what they were going to look like. We just had to hope that over this you know off season things were going to change. This is a lot of hope. 
you know, for, for the Houston Dynamo fans. Now you want this offseason to be about building those pieces around him. But yeah. you got Boniac Garcia. You've got Alex in the midfield. You've got Manodas. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a great team next season. Yeah, they, if uh, they can build correctly. Especially for how bad they've looked throughout the year. Oh, boy. It is. I mean, it, it's nice that these last couple of games, they at least look at they lost. I mean, they lost. The last game I watched with them was against NYCFC. They lost 2 nothing. Right. Uh, but it wasn't like NYCFC dominated that game either. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a, you know, uh, what was the the term they used to use? A slobber knocker. Remember yeah. that back in the day? Uh, the only time they looked really good was in almost eliminating Portland, or I think they might have actually eliminated Portland by beating them, I think, 3-0, which was also Minota's then, at, uh, at a hat-trick. Por- Portland's not eliminated. Not but, eliminated, but man. They're they're at, sitting at 41 points, two points behind uh, Sporting Kansas City. That's so, not, not great. Yeah, these, I mean, these next two games are huge as you know, for those yeah. uh, those teams that are right under the line. So I know Portland doesn't have a match this week uh, or this round, as they call it. So it's coming up in the next round. Yeah, which is, um, which is next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. So, you know, there's there's ample, well, the, well, the weekend coming up is the, the weekend coming up is, is, the, is, is officially the next, the next round. Yeah, it's uh, officially the next round. Yeah. So I think uh, by the time you guys are listening to this, I think uh, later on today uh, is going to be the next uh, few matches that uh, finish up this round. Yeah. Uh, and. Well, yeah. So, uh, Colorado, Colorado, uh, they, they are going for the uh, supporter shield, and you know, as as like a, you know, there's still a possibility for NYCFC to get the supporter shield, right? So we need Colorado to fail, and we need and, uh, Dallas, uh, FC to, Dallas to just stop but, <laughs> taking any points from any match. But it doesn't look like. I mean, they they yeah. look like it looks like uh, it, it looks like it's going to be Dallas or Colorado that's going to get yeah. uh, most likely. Dallas. And I know you're never going to hear from uh, an NYCFC fan or a Red Bull fan, which is, you know, they're right behind us yep. or any other players that uh, ahead, right ahead. They're yeah. Sitting first. Yeah. Yeah. They're actually, yeah, that's true. Uh, goal differential. Uh, we both have the same amount of points uh, per matches though. Um, but uh, from, I mean, from having played the same amount of matches, but you'll never hear this from any of the players on NYCFC. You'll never hear this from any of the players on Red Bull. You probably won't hear this from the players um, on any other club that's right up in that mix. But especially for NYCFC to, to have the season that they had last year to be in the run this late for the supporter shield is a massive step forward. And this probably reminds Red Bull fans of a year ago, you know, a year or two ago with Jesse Marsh coming in and, and, you know, they had the town hall that we as non Red Bulls fans, you know, we laughed at and, uh, you know, it looked like the team was just completely falling apart and here comes a shiny new team coming in and everything was going to be terrible for them. And, and they seem to have hunkered down and turned into a much better club and they're playing much better over the last two seasons, this is exactly where NYCFC is, you know, where they were last year. I know we didn't have the town hall and those types of things, but it was bad. You know, Jason uh, Christ gets fired and here we are. So even Colorado, terrible season last year. And here they are, you know, and Philly Union was in the beginning of the season was up there. I mean, this is what one of the better things about MLS is that that you can make those turnarounds from season to season, which is so surreal because, uh, if we, yeah, we don't. Obviously, Leicester City was the immense outlier. That, yeah, uh, to, to very rare, and uh, they're they're back. Quite, quite the exception, but yes, back not, down to earth they're this back year. Down to earth. Yeah. Uh, so it, yeah, it's uh, sort of cool that 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 it can the table can literally get turned over on its head from right. season to season. So that is kind of making wild. smart moves in the off season. So again, going back to teams like Houston, don't worry about it. Anything could change. But you know, again, this this supporter shield chase. If FC Dallas turns out to win it. Uh, this doesn't guarantee them an MLS Cup. You know, the, the the playoffs, and this is the most exciting part, and this is why they added so many more teams, is because this is a big ratings boom uh, for the league as well. Because what? anything can happen yes. in the playoffs. 12 more people watching. Oh, man, that's like <laughs> double the amount of people watching. Did they let more people in the bar? Uh, in- in- numbers increased by a 1,000%. Oh, man. <laughs> Everything's on the up and up, I swear. Uh, it, it's one of those things where, like, this is a big moment for the league. And to have teams like Colorado and NYCFC involved, and obviously Red Bull are going to make it, and the, yeah, this the, is great. The, this this uh, and both of the teams from the last uh, MLS Cup final might not even make it. I know <laughs> Columbus is out, right? Uh, I mean, they're not mathematically out, but they're most likely they're seven points behind. I mean, come on, nothing's happening there, and yeah. and Portland might not make the playoffs. This is massive. If you're a Portland or Columbus fan, you don't want to hear this, right? Because yeah. especially if you're Columbus, where you're like, oh, you know what? We'll make a few changes, and next year we'll be just fine. And everything completely fell apart. Higuain is injured. You know, you got uh, you got Kai Kamara now in Boston. Uh, everything's falling apart, or New England. Yeah. But um, you know, here we are uh, as NYCFC fans. Uh, we so you seem to have stolen your soul, and now it, we're in the playoffs. I think. Look, for, for the sake of the league, you know, it, maybe 
other fans of other teams don't want to hear this, but I, I, I do believe that the success of NYCFC is great for the rest of the league. Look, I think anyone's savvy enough to understand how markets work and yes. how the why the league builds the way it does understands that. Yeah, you know whether it's. I don't think it's a it's a it's a major difference, but to have successful teams in the major markets is great. And look, I don't think the league should be, uh, you know, run in a sense to to assist that it should be smart owners making those decisions. I love when a small market team wins. I love it. Everybody loves it. You know, unless you're beating my team. I love it. But look, it's undeniable. A great New York team and a great New York team that plays in New York City. That uh, that's a showpiece for the league. Okay, Mm -hmm. that is something that everybody who has any money at stake in this league wants to see happen. Exactly, and 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 it's valuable. It's it's as one hundred percent. It's as valuable as uh, you know Kim Kardashian's jewelry. Uh, Apparently, people want it. People want to see it. (laughs) They're willing to go to lengths for it. Uh, Tie you up in a tub. the thing about this league is is that it's difficult to sort of say that because you have to think of it from a business perspective as a fan perspective and you know going back to the rebels you know you hear a team that plays in new york city oh they're talking crap about us and it's geography it's not necessarily if you're looking at it from a marketing standpoint a business you know businesses pay a ton of money for a 212 number which is the, the area code here in new york city that's run out they've run out of numbers mm-hmm. for that so you the, the ones that exist are the only ones that are ever going to exist you have to buy one of those you know it's like being in a big city or you know even wherever you live is being near the college maybe you know those things matter to have the our the perception of our league league grows if a team with Andre Pirlo, yes. and David Villa and Frank Lampard become a successful team and, and that show and that's uh, c- couldn't be more sort of exemplified when uh, NYCFC played a friendly exactly uh, in in Mexico against Necaxa yeah and th- what'd you call me <laughs> and thousands <laughs> yeah. of people thousands Did of people you see them all this is what you're talking about just to just to see them the the private appearance that they made oh no i didn't see the that. mall there was like the center area of the mall where like the like the big court court area is where like it looks like a plaza if you will okay it jammed people were hanging off balconies the stairwells were full and that's cool it looked like the beatles were showing up you yeah. know and that and that's uh you know that feels good to see and it, it's like you know obviously yankee stadium is a gigantic sure. place it's very difficult to fill it because right. it's, it's for baseball but you know, more people, and I think compared to last season, there are more people 100%. Uh, uh, at the at Yankee Stadium to watch games. Even, right, even which for everyone those, said that wasn't going to happen yeah. because the you know the the buzz would wear off. The news would wear the, off. The midweek games where like you know uh, the the Thursday at seven p.m. eight p.m. like you would you wouldn't think that that many people would show up. Right, and, and this season compared to last season. Tons and tons of people. So it's like, it's it's really catching on. And that game against Nakaxa, which was uh, 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 sort of disputed amongst NYCFC fans. They were like, why are we, it's an international yeah, I didn't break. want it. Why are we even. Right. Our players are 48 years old each. Why, <laughs> what are we doing? Making them go to Mexico and play but, another game. Yeah. And it's interesting because Patrick Vieira's philosophy, you know, I guess very, you know, more European, you know, he's like, no, we cannot take this break. The playoffs are coming. We, we want to stay sharp uh, uh, for the ne- these next couple games because there's a, uh, seating is very important, and I, I guess he felt it was more important that the the players did not get a break, and and continued playing through that yeah. week to to keep a rhythm. I mean, soccer is a very rhythm game. Absolutely, even if it was just a half, you know, to play a half yeah. in an unfriendly environment, which you know it was. You know, they were very very strong support for Nakaxa. Yeah, um, but and, they uh, but the fans were appreciative that NYCFC. Yeah, yeah, they were happy to have them there, but you could tell that they wanted their team to win, and they were happy they won. They did win two one, mm-hmm. um, and like you kept telling me, because I, I didn't get a chance to watch the match, uh, but. People kept running onto the pitch to hug Pirlo. Yeah, up and down. They were willing to get arrested in Mexico, <laughs> which is yeah. You, yeah, you're never a, coming home. You're bull- never coming home. <laughs> yeah, that's a bull. That you really wanted to hug Pirlo. Yeah, you would literally go out on the line. Yeah, literally. I mean, we we, we went to a training session for NYCFC and saw Pirlo four feet in front of us. We did not dare. No, touch him. are you kidding me? <laughs> as as he whipped his hair, as, as some of the sweat follicles came, I dived out of the way. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to touch him. Yeah, because when they do a DNA test, yeah. I'm like, nope. I got nothing on me. I got nothing, <laughs> I got nothing on me. You could, you, you could black light all over me. I'm fine. I'm straight. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and you know, it's 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 got to feel good. But at the same time, it was like that second half was players we as fans have never heard of. <laughs> well, yeah, look, uh, Nakaxa clearly 
look, I, I don't want to say they, they are they are, were they a better team? Yes, was, was that visible? But like the the lineup that was put up wasn't sort of the standard. Yeah, it wasn't even our B team. That was like a C team. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it was a good opportunity for players who don't get playing time to get play. Mikey Lopez mixed discarude Mi- a mix a mixed discarude sighting. Oh my god! You know we should have the uh, you know uh, the, yeah. the the guy making seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, the unsolved <laughs> mysteries theme should be playing. Yeah, the the guy who we thought didn't have a locker at Yankee Stadium anymore. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't. I, you know, he has one in Mexico apparently. <laughs> He's Oh, yeah, they have a spot for him right this there. This dude got to go to Mexico to get playing time. But he played well. He did play well. He looked good. Um, yeah, it's 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 weird because it's like it, it it raises the question like what does Vieira not like about him? What what? Because there's nothing I see about his play that suggests this guy cannot gel with this squad. It's so, hard also because he's such a likable guy. But I have to think based on all the evidence that it's his it's his personality. It was his wanting to get off the team during the trade part. Oh. You know, and it, it sort of maybe, it might have been his, maybe not personality, but it, may, it might have been his attitude. It might have been an attitude thing. And if you ever don't play games, you know, you make fun of a team on Instagram, you're off the team, you yeah. know, for a week. So, uh, you know, he he does not play games. And I think he might not have had uh, maybe the best attitude at the time. And you, understandable. Mm-hmm. You think you're going to be traded and you, you, you want starting playing time. You know, that he was considered part of the men's national team and now he really hasn't been called up in a while. And, you know, Juan Agudelo went through the same thing. You know, he went through, you know, a little bit of a period where he thought he was a superstar. He was buying a house in Cyprus so that he could get an EU passport to play in Europe and nothing materialized. And he had to come home and, and, you know, he had to humble himself a bit and now he's playing really, really well and he gets a call up again. Yeah. So hopefully the same thing happens for mixed disc Um, I would love to see him. I think he can help us in the playoffs as an NYCFC fan. Uh, you know, I, at this point, no. There's no way he's going to get. I don't know that any more playing start. time this season. I don't think he's going to start. He, but he clearly showed that he has some value in case of a major injury. We need to be smart enough to have this guy at least on the team sheet. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, put his put his name back up. Yeah, I, I I don't see him as like a liability. That seems like no, not so, at all. So it does seem like the not not. Although it seems like when he goes away, Kyrie plays better. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe right because Kyrie didn't play that well against Nicoxa. No, he didn't. He did. Look, I I I think uh, I was telling you off air. Like uh, Kyrie looked uh, the opportunities. Uh, if he's not r- r- sort of uh, away from the ball, receiving a pass to yeah, he, he he doesn't do too great in the box with the ball at his feet. Right. You know, there's a difference. Between, you know, we see when Via has when he's in the box, he always finds a way to create some space. Jack, some people ha- sort of have this, but even Frank, you know, like he maybe he's not the fastest, not the most technical person, but he, right. he does something to create a little bit of space. Right. And, and Kyrie de- didn't do that in this game. And, right. and, and I can tell, especially for the, although young, his aggressiveness is improved. There are other areas with, like you're without saying, a doubt. He's, yeah. uh, I mean, he's, which we were begging for, like that was the, mo- the high priority. Yes. Was his aggressiveness. And we saw in the, in the, in the two, um, you know, when he comes in off the bench and he's got two assists, he clearly shows that he's willing to put his put himself on the line for the ball and 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 to win, which is what we want. But now you're talking about some. Let's talk about some of the other glaring things. All right, so you fix that. It's like you fix the flat. All right. Well, did you know that the other tire fell off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, look. Every player can always improve on sure, on of course, something. Uh, and, and look, I don't think this game will, it, it was. It's really necessary to like pick apart all of the team's flaws. Look, they, Vieira knows what he's doing. He set up a friendly with a team that he knew was better than, than them. Of course. Than, than, than the majority Hostile of his Hostile atmosphere. Yes. We're going away. This is simulating Let, the playoffs. And let's see what my players can do under this sort of, you know, right. under this challenge, under this pressure. And this is and, a great way. Like, oh, you feeling good right now? We'll watch you fail so I could chop you down and build you up before exactly. the playoffs. And, great. And the and the person who, who, who shone through all of that yeah. was Kyle Parker from the Wilmington Hammerheads. The, the soccer powerhouse <laughs> soccer of well, Wilmington the U, what The USL affiliate, right? USL? Uh, moving to USL. They might be, or their USL, they might be moving to NPSL. Okay. Right? Weren't they like just like disbanded? I don't know. I, we'll, we'll confirm that. But yeah. the Wilmington Hammer, uh, they, they, the, the affiliate for NYCFC, uh, you know, they're, they're sort of. Uh, they're like, uh, yeah, they're our, I, I hate our, we don't have a reserve team. They're like our B team. Like you have like, uh, you know, Sounders have two. Red Bull has two. RB, RB two. Uh, Galaxy has Los Dos. Uh, this is our 
reversion because we didn't have we're new, so we haven't built that second team yet. This is our Cosmos have Cosmos B. You yeah. know, this is our so uh, Cal Parker uh, was the only person to score, mm. uh, which obviously very surprising on our end. On our end, and it, and the surprise. I mean, he the, the man. They didn't have time to put his a name on his on his jersey. Yeah, he's just out there looking like a nobody. <laughs> it's just like like a creative player in FIFA. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, you know, yeah. This, yeah, like who is this guy? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, a, a a great run, received the ball, and and from a very difficult angle, right, uh, and, and hit both posts. Great run, great run, great run. Diagonally split the two defenders. I mean, that's what you want to see. And uh, obviously, very unexpected. Uh, you know, huge for him. How how amazing uh, must he feel getting to play? It's got to feel great. The first team. Uh, and 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 scoring in Mexico, he gets to keep that jersey, but he looks like he bought it at the store. There's no name on the back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, like he, he didn't play no game. Yeah, dog. like he didn't have enough money to you know the extra twenty bucks to put yeah, the name he, on he the kit. Customize it. <laughs> customize it. Yeah. Well, the official's like a hundred dollars. Like, look, what am I gonna do? <laughs> oh man, he's got to do his own laundry. You know, after the match, I haven't got my allowance. I mean, I can't. I gotta wait. My per diem is four dollars. I used it all on French fries. <laughs> I ate half in the morning, half at night. Uh, but yeah, again, so like it was a cool thing. And, you know, I guess I, I believe they were the only MLS team that did that. I mean, they are, they, they, a lot of teams do play friendlies. Yeah. Uh, uh, just through, sort of throughout the year, sort of odd, but not. I, I think this was timed correctly. Yeah. I mean, look, I you know, David Villa looked like he had tired legs and, you know, Andrea Pirlo's up there in age and Frank Lampard, you know, is very fragile. You know, he's been injured quite a bit. And I don't think he played, obviously, because he's still recovering. But these are all players that you want to sit and relax for this month. You know, NYCFC hammocks is what you want. Uh, but again, they play. Do they, do they have that at the team store? Yeah, they, they, they keep looking. Uh, you know, they got koozies and it's cold here. So there's. I'm sure they have something dumb like a hammock. But how about this rumor? I don't know if you heard this. I don't know if you, the fans, have heard this. Uh, Patrick Vieira apparently being considered as a replacement. For the the man who cannot zip up his jacket, Mister Arson Wenger. Wow. Yeah. That'd be interesting. What 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 would mean? Oh, that's right. He had that thing where he couldn't yeah, zip he up. Could not zip up his jacket. Right, that well, was that was back in the Nike days. Puma, Velcro Puma. jackets. Hopefully, I don't know what they done. <laughs> just, or Puma. If you're listening to this, better just good YKK zippers. Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. Doing, right? they're good old high standard <laughs> YKK. But um. Yeah, so apparently he's he's considered to be in the running as a replacement. I look, I think he's done a wonderful job here in the MLS, and everyone says, "Oh, European coaches in the MLS." Hi, he hasn't won anything yet, but I mean, he's doing pretty good. Uh, I guess that, yeah, that would be a big move. Obviously, you couldn't say no to that job. That would be a big move. That would be a massive <laughs> move. Don't say that, Everton fan. <laughs> How dare you? I'm sorry if I didn't use the correct word to describe something large. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that would be a big didn't move. Didn't mean to offend yeah. the Gooners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll maybe say something about this on the next Bruised Bananas episode uh, right here on the Cooligans Network. But yeah, apparently Patrick Vieira in the running. And, and I could see it. I think any MLS fan could see it. Uh, you know, at one point, Jesse Marsh was in the running for uh, men's national team. And I'm like, yeah, I could see it. Uh, yeah, that, that would make sense. Uh, did, uh, did we talk about Bob Bradley going to Swansea last no, week? No, uh, I think we mentioned it uh, shortly. It was like a rumor. Yeah, it was time. a rumor. This is done. And yeah. he has thrown a lot of shade. That's right. At Jurgen. Actually, he didn't. He made a mention, but I like it because it's like, that's who he is. He's like an army dad. Well, you know I, what I mean? I, yeah, I like that. He was asked a question about that. <laughs> I mean, he has he got asked one question and he kind of just kept talking. Well, he, well, basically, he was asked a question. like, uh, have you spoken to Jurgen? Uh, right. about you know ever since you got the job and he said that yeah he sent me like a, a message saying congratulations but uh he basically told the reporter like no i don't really talk to jurgen ever since right he's happy for the success he said michael's a captain yeah, yeah. i mean he said all the right things but then he said uh <laughs> he goes you know uh, in 2010 he was already jockeying for the position yeah which jurgen klinsman has denied but they're they're there's, i mean but there's no it, it's so plausible no, not only plausible. It's it's it's, it's very true. It's very true. Yeah, it's very true. Sunil Galati was has been negotiating with you know he was supposed to be the manager and Bob Bradley was going to be let go and he was supposed to be the manager but he wanted too much control. It took him a long time That's to right. get you know the youth setup to be part of it and and the whole idea of the technical director and uh, men's national team and coach that took a while for him to be able to. Uh, 
get all of that approved by Sunil. Yeah. But no, 100%. And, you know, he was saying things like, oh, if I was, and and I remember that World Cup. He was, he was alluding to he would do a better job than Bob Bradley, which... Look, I like Bob Bradley. I think he's developed into an even better manager now. And I, I can't wait to see what he's going to do with Swansea. And I, and I hope Again, for his success. First, first game against I was all, about to say, of all teams. Yeah. I hope for his, uh, his success after this match. After this. I hope this is an absolute drubbing and the fans hate him and then he wins them <laughs> again. Because the movie's much better that way. Um, but at the same time, I'm really happy with Jurgen Klinsmann. There's times where I'm not. And I don't think he's perfect, but he seems to be doing a good job. And most of our teams, all the way from the U8s up to the senior team, are playing a similar style, which is the first time in American history yeah, that know, that's ever happened. At, at, the, at, the, at the very least, what's, what is pretty cool, the fact that Kristen Pulisic is in Germany, the fact that Linden Gooch is in the Premier League, and they're, you know these are young uh, uh, U.S. stars, and, the, you right. know, and that, that is, uh, suggests something. Uh, it suggests that Jürgen is doing something right, at least at the youth right. level. And some of those moves were made before Jurgen, and I know some of the players that Jurgen found. Uh, you know, Bob Bradley had identified before, and nothing here is to say that Bob Bradley was a terrible manager. I did think we played a we we are at least trying to play a more progressive style and a more proactive style of football now, where we didn't do that with Bob Bradley. But look, we had a lot of success with Bob, and I think he's going to be a great manager in the Premier League right after this first match <laughs> against Arsenal. Yeah, yes, the Arsenal. <laughs> Let's have some respect, will you? <laughs> But it was cool. Bob Bradley didn't um, pretend like him and Jurgen get along. No, not at all. He really like, yeah, I, I'm, you know, he's doing fine. I'm doing right. fine. But no, we're not cool. We're but not, I, we're not boy. He basically like, no, I have not let that go. Yeah, no, no, I have. And he has not. And he's this whole journey he's on from Egypt to Lahav to now, you know, Swansea or and Stabic. I can't forget Stabic is in there. Well, one of the, it seems like all of this is to try. These are all his rebound girls. <laughs> he's trying to get this like jilted <laughs> marriage out of his life. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, because that's a dream job. Yeah, I mean, Premier League. I mean, this is young and, you know, everything's up in the air. You know, everything's perky on this one. And he's like really excited about this one. But, you know, he's looking back at his ex-wife with a new husband and thinking, <laughs> now nah, I got screwed a little bit here. You got with the yoga instructor, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's it's cool to see that he's like he's the, he's human. You know, yeah. he's a he's a bitter man. No, I will not forgive him. And, and the, the claim he was making was that uh, when when he was said, the quote, like I was jo- he was jockeying for my job. Right. Which is. That basically he was on, uh, and this is an interesting thing because he was on television, right? Uh, criticizing the U.S. team, right? Very, very publicly on like ESPN. I think whoever was covering the World Cup, I yeah, think it was, it's ESPN. So, so that, that that's an interesting strategy, right? Because if you are a you know a, a person in soccer and you and you have an analyst job and you criticize a team very harshly on television, where millions of people are going to see it, right? You can plant this seed of doubt in the in that current manager sure. to get their job. And if I can be honest, I agree with everything Jurgen was saying. You know, he was saying they're not playing a proactive style and they're sitting back and they're showing the other team too much respect. And those were all, all the changes he made when he first got in. So like if I'm look, the only it's part a little that, it's a little dirty though. Oh, it's dirty. It's, <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> but like, you know, also I kind of respect it. Yeah, I don't know what like, made me. It's because you're trying to give a, 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 you know, you're trying to not be biased. Like, oh yeah, the style is not right. Uh, it's what like, they should be playing but like, but look, I have my resume right here. Yeah, <laughs> look, like, can you zoom in right here? Just, yeah, yeah. Look what I can do. <laughs> it's just like a German national team right on the top. Um, it's funny. It's like a, like a girl's having a problem with her boyfriend and goes to like her friend at work who happens to be a guy. He's like, oh, wow. You know, I would never do that to my girlfriend. He's like, you know, mm, God, I would treat I would, you right. I would treat my girlfriend much better. Maybe go out for dinner. Maybe yeah. get her some roses. Exactly. You know? Maybe just go down on her relentlessly. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, just for hours. For hours. I just I mean, won't stop. Until- how many times can you climax? That's the answer. You know, we're going to get you I mean, that's what, that's what I do. I don't know what your yeah. guy's doing. Your but- guy seems like, okay, he likes to watch football on weekends. That's exciting. That also seems like it's cool. Nachos. You guys make nachos together? That's fun. Yeah, no, I just a lot of cunnilingus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's really all that's on my schedule on the weekends. I don't know about you guys. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly what Jurgen was doing. Dude. That's exactly what Jurgen was doing the yeah. entire time. And I'm happy, dude. I'm happy. The one thing that's weird about like all these jobs that he's had that, that Bob Bradley's had, they really knocked the Jersey accent out of him. Did you hear him speak? Oh, yeah. But he, can, he can't go with that accent. Oh, my God. Out, out in Wales. He's in, he's in Wales. He's in, in, in Swansea, Wales, in Welsh country where they don't use vowels at all. Yeah, uh, they refuse. A lot of 
of Y's yeah, and we L's. Talked, yeah, we talked about yeah. this last week a little bit. And he's just out there like, you know, you can't even get a good slice around here. That would be the greatest. That would be the that would be my favorite. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whose car is parked in my spot? You know, he just walks into the conference late. This damn steering wheel's in the wrong place. Yeah. What, what kind of cars are these? This is why you guys are all crazy. You drive on the wrong side. He's just defending everyone. You talk funny. You stand funny. <laughs> Could some of you get a tanning bed? Is that possible? Get these damn ice guts on my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, whose kids are these that we're holding hands with? Get them out of here. <laughs> these kids, what are these kids, these kids' hands are sweating yeah, too much. What's, yeah, what's yeah. this problem? We're going to mess up the guys playing soccer. We're going to get screwed here. Also, let's pick up the ball with our hands. <laughs> it's all of a sudden. He's just like an old Cadillac salesman. Yeah, it's like Jason Sudeikis from that Tottenham commercial. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, NBC yeah. He's like, what are these trust exercises? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh boy. Um. All, all right, man. man. This what another another fun uh another fun episode. Yeah. Well, man. if you have to say, maybe it wasn't, but hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I no, I'm talking about myself. I don't know. Oh, I I, I could care less what how anybody. Oh, I had a blast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope people are listening, but it's yeah. up to you guys. Uh, yeah. We had a great time. Obviously, the obviously the bullet points. Come come on Thursday. Come on Thursday. Hang oh. out with us with Jack Harrison. It's this gonna be huge. This, I mean, it took a lot of work to get to this, and this is like our our, our big break, right? You know? And, and the- for those of you listening, I mean, not to. I'm sorry, I was jumping on what you just said there because I agree with you. It is our big break. It, it's a, it's a big moment for us. But for those of you who listen to you know uh, Men in Blazers, maybe that episode is out already by the time you guys are listening to this. You know, I know Jack Harrison was interviewed by them. <laughs> Great timing, uh, you jerks. <laughs> but uh, how about how about the American game? From two dudes who happen to be American. How about that? Not, not, yeah. not, not to sound not, like not uh, Abby, Abby Wambach or yeah. American. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, maybe not American enough for Abby. And yeah. not to sound like Abby, but yo, know, it's our game, right? How about we talk about it, huh? Yeah. How about we ask some of the questions? All right, dudes who, who wear the jackets from your suits, okay? <laughs> Why don't you take a back seat? Why don't you keep interviewing? You little Brits, and I know Jack is technically from England, <laughs> but he's he's going to become an American soon. He's going to be the red, the white, and the blue. Okay, it's it. You're, you're the way you're saying this is like how about we ask the question? Like it's yeah. very it's Tony, Tony Soprano is going to be asking the question. Yeah, yeah. Today. No, 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 no. You you sit there nice and comfortable. Get him a cup of coffee. Uh, we're going to ask you a couple of questions, and we're going to go over this a couple yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. So relax. Don't you don't mind him. Yeah. Don't mind him. He's no, the guy behind you. Don't, he's don't nobody. mind him. He's nobody. Look at me in the eyes. <laughs> We're going to go over this a couple of times. We're going to go over a lot of detail over and over yeah, and over Yeah, so again. when the feds come here, yeah, you're going to yeah. know exactly what to yeah. say. <laughs> so, I mean, look, I think it's going to be a blast. And, and there's a lot of people that we're going to have to thank after this because a lot of people put their necks on the line and, and did a lot for us to get this, starting with some of the players' parents. It's really across the board. And, and we're really excited. And, and we're, again... I would lie to you if I told you we weren't doing this for us partially, but really this is for the fans. Uh, Not many leagues, not many teams, not many clubs give their fans the opportunity to hear their player Q and a get, get answer questions live in front of them. I sometimes, you know, they do it with their coaches next to them. This is going to be unfiltered, unadulterated, straight talk, you know, from a young player on his way up. And and you guys are going to remember this event for a long, long time. And we've got a very big surprise planned. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I think you guys are going to really, really. Yeah. I mean, we can't stress it enough. Do yeah. not. If you have the opportunity to be there, please be there. It's going to be. It's going to be huge. You, you will. I will. I guarantee you will have a good time. And and you know what? This this event is free. There's free beer and free food. And yeah. the event is free to you walk in. Down. You just got to get online, you know, in time. Uh, but I will tell you this. Uh, moving forward, a lot of these events may not always be free. And it's not a choice that we have to make. It's sometimes, you know, sponsors. And this opportunity, we're very lucky that we can make this free for the fans. And we want to have as many of you out there. And we mean it. We All jokes aside, if you're not a fan of NYCFC, but you're a fan of American soccer and you're a fan of just, you know, the, the, the young players growing in this league please come out we do want to hear from you we will let you ask questions we're not we're not we're not even going to be wearing nycfc gear man uh this is for the fans so this is not for us but we will cover our nycfc tattoos yeah yeah that's true the one on my forehead is just (laughs) going to be covered yeah i mean you're gonna have an nycfc bandana yeah but (laughs) But the one on my butt everyone can see uh because the asses chaps you will be wearing exactly Uh, uh, so yeah, come out. This is going to be a blast. I think you guys are going to love it. Don't forget to, uh, get on that Eventbrite uh, yeah. link and register. You can see the link is on our Twitter. It's on, it's basically everywhere. But if you, uh, just go to soccercooligans.com, it's the first post right there. You'll see it. Absolutely. You can't miss it. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You are? I'm Christian Polanco. Yeah. That's who I am. And me? And you, who are you? I'm Alexis Guerreros. But together we are the Cooligans! Cooligans!